you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Popkowski, and we are back. I mean, listen, it's a busy summer, but episodes are coming out, so don't complain. With me tonight, Andrew Roberts here for the NL Breakdown. He was, we, we didn't connect for the AL, but he's here for the NL, so it's it's all it's all good. Uh, Andrew, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, aside from the Red Sox about to be swept by the Miami Marlins. That's okay. You know what? The Pittsburgh Pirates are actually a decent enough team this year where I can root for them without being, you know, sad. Um, you know, you're ditching the Red Sox now. Listen, the Pittsburgh Pirates have are six and a half games back from a wild card spot. The New York Mets are eight and a half games back. So. I'm pretty comfortable okay, with Ryan. Okay, okay. All right, let's talk about – let's go with to the National League. Let's go to the East first. And let's talk about – I think at this point, I know they're not of the best record, but I do think that they are the best team in baseball. Let's talk about the Atlanta Braves. I oh, mean, yeah. this they team – definitely the best team in baseball. Right? This team is just unbelievable. They're unbelievable. Every player on this team is good. Ozzy Albies, the dude just hits home runs. That's all he does. He's a second baseman, but he hits home runs. Ozzy Albies on the season, right? By the way, a fantastic defensive second baseman. He has 18 home runs. He's on pace for 36 home runs as a second baseman. That's unbelievable. But hang on. He's third on the team in home runs. That's what I'm talking. That's what I'm saying. It's unbelievable how good this team is. Matt Olson. Is having a career year. There's no question about that. And then how about Ronald Acuna Jr.? Ronald Acuna Jr., maybe the best player in the NL. He's hitting 331 with 19 home runs, 51 RBIs, and, and 36 stolen bases. He he's on pace for 72 stolen bases this season. It's unbelievable. His, his war right now is 4.6. We haven't even talked about the pitching yet. In addition to Spencer Strider, yeah, he's had his bumps in the road, but he's starting to turn it around. You have Bryce Elder, who has broken out as, <laughs> at least statistically, a top 10 pitcher in the National League. This right, and will that stick? You know, maybe not, but he's been very good. Charlie Morton's been solid. And this has all been, by the way, while Max Freed has been injured. Arguably their best pitcher or their second best pitcher has been injured. Yeah. And they're and, doing this. And this is with, like, Ian Anderson and Mike Soroka, who were supposed to be important parts of this rotation right. coming up in the minors. They haven't lived up to expectations either. And you still have a stacked rotation somehow. 
Right. This team is unbelievable. I mean, there's I mean, no the depth could be concerning there, but the lineup is the lineup is great. They're, they have everyone is hitting bombs. I mean, you got so many guys with ten plus home yeah. runs. I mean, Sean Murphy I mean, has played sixty games. He's got thirteen home runs. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and even Michael Harris started off the year in a slump. Okay, just turned it around, and he's back to. Close, at least in the last month, looking like what he was in his first Yeah, season. I mean, th- this team is just – it's unbelievable. There's... If you look at his last 30 games, he's batting three fifty two and an OPS over 900. It's insane. Right. It's a great time to be Braves. Let's talk about Miami, a team that, you know, call, I mean, at the beginning of the season, you and I, Andrew, we got to be honest, did not see any of this happen. I mean, yeah. this – Brian De La Cruz has been great. Jorge Soler, Garrett Cooper. But the headline, a guy who's basically hitting 400 on the season, Luis Juarez. I mean, 400, Andrew. This is Ted Williams-type levels. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'd say we all we knew this was going to be a good pitching team. Because they, they had, I mean, Alcantara's had kind of a rough start, but they have Alcantara, they have Alcantara, they have Lazarda, they have Yuri Perez, who's now broken out. They have we Braxton knew, Garrett, yeah. Yeah, we knew the pitching on this team was going to be good. Maybe some unexpected faces in that rotation, but yeah. Right. Good pitching, that's established. The lineup has far exceeded expectations. And this has Luis been, Reyes. and this has been, by the way, with Jazz out of the lineup for the past couple months. He's been injured. One of their best players coming into the season. So I mean, yes, Arias has taken the step up, but who, who in the world expected Brian De La Cruz? Who in the world? Expected not me. Brian De La Cruz and Jesus Sanchez to be doing what they're doing right now. It's, it's nobody. I mean, this but team. They're just their outfield went from on paper one of the worst in baseball to looking like right. And it, to that. It, it's just a team that's playing very good baseball right now, and there and there's really no other way to to go and, about it. Yeah, I, I were thinking, yeah, like solid, solid, like borderline playoff team, and then seeing what they did to the Red Sox this week, they could be in line for the top wild card. Yeah, and they, and they're a dangerous team too because they have the pitching to be able to win those games, and they have some really talented hitters. So you know, the Marlins they look very very good right now. They're and just put a, them against. Put them against the yeah. If if you put them yeah, if you put them against one of those NL West teams right now, I, I think they're winning that series. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the Phillies, a team that's been playing better as of late. They obviously had a, you know, they, they've had they had a rough start to the season, but Andrew, look at their past like twenty five games. I mean, a lot of wins in 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 that stretch, right? Very I mean, true. Very true. They have. They have been heating up as of you know late. Nick Castellanos, obviously last year, down year, this year, you know, with all the tragedies that have been happening in Philadelphia, it's been a great year to be Nick Castellanos. Every time something happens, home run. I-95 collapses, home run. So he's sitting 314. He's got 10 home runs, 49 RBIs. And Kyle Schwarber has more than double that. And Kyle Schwarber, by the way, you look at his batting average, you're saying, okay, this guy – is a terrible player, but he walks a lot, right? First off, he's taken how he, how many walk? He is fifty six walks, walks and, bombs. and twenty home runs, and he's your leadoff guy. 
Trey Turner has been a disappointment this season, straight up. But he's been playing better recently. JT Riamuto, obviously, I think one of the best defensive catchers in the MLB, maybe the best. Um, I think you can make the argument for that with his pop time being what it is. Bryson Stott has been a welcome addition to the team. He's sitting nearly 300 with seven home runs. Um, Bryce Harper's back. He's been playing good baseball. Not, not Bryce Harper levels yet, but he's been playing very well. The pitching has been not so great, but it's been better recently. I mean, Nola, Wheeler, and Walker, they're getting it done. They're doing enough. So I, I really like where the Phillies are at right now. I'm not concerned about them going forward. I, I still think their bullpen sucks. But they're winning games. They're making it work. So it's not just the bullpen, though. And and like, yeah, they're winning games right now. But like, and I think they'll give it their all. They'll be in the competition for a wild card. But here's why I think they fall just short. Yes, they have a good number of very talented players. But on the on the same token, a lot of those talented players have been inconsistent. And when those players aren't delivering. There's not many behind them to pick up the slack. This yeah. It's reliant on the talented big-name players doing what they're supposed to do. And if they start slumping again at the wrong time... Then yeah, but, I mean, I, I kind of don't think that that's going to happen, though. I mean, the chances that, you know, Turner's... I, mean, the, I, don't, I don't think Turner has a yeah, second half... Like, back, but we, we, all, we all knew... We all thought Trey Turner was going to be an elite player this year. What happens if Kyle Schwarber or Nick Castellanos or Bryce Harper starts to have the same kind of slump? I mean, it's it's possible. All players are going to go through that sort of thing. I, I really, I'm not concerned because I just think the consequences are going to be greater with this team. Uh, sure, I, sure I do. I do agree. Is atrocious. But you know, they're making it work. I I think that this is a team where the stars. I mean have been playing better recently, but sucked at the beginning of the season. I mean, it's not like their stars are playing unbelievable baseball right now. They're playing good baseball. It's kind of like the Red Sox right now. This is what I've said to people. Like, they're, they're, to me, an average team with a lot of big names. If they can sneak into the wild card again, watch out. It could be a repeat of last year. But if they fall short, then we might have some problems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's possible. All right. Let's talk about the Mets, a team that, you know, lets me down every year. Again, I don't know why I picked them to do anything, but it's, it's keep going thinking about selling. Like what, what's up with that? Yeah. I mean, I, it's just, I don't even know what the, I mean, where do the Mets even go from here? I mean, they have talented players. It's not like the roster is bad. They have a good roster on paper. Maybe they, maybe they need a GM switch. It's, I don't know. I mean, again, on paper, this team should be good, but Lindor sucks. I start to question whether Buck Showalter is a good manager in 2023. Yeah, I just, I, I think some of the blame definitely has. I think, I think it might just need a, a locker room change. Is, is quite honestly what yeah, I think. They, they just need a facelift, you know. Because this team is too good to be playing baseball like this. They have yeah, not one. Not two, but I would say three elite starters in Senga, Scherzer, and Verlander. Although, you know, Verlander and Scherzer have not, you know, pitched up to snuff so far this season. I mean, those guys are team is age, and yeah. that's why, like, they're they're not sustainable in the long term. Right. If Steve Cohen actually wants to buy them a championship, 
he has to look young. Yes, that might mean going for players that aren't necessarily as established. Or win now, but you have to develop some sort of system. Starling Marte, he's another one, in addition to the pitchers, that has not been the same player that he has been for the majority of his career this season. He has fallen off to below average hitting numbers. And Jeff McNeil has not been great. Lindor, maybe a good defender, but hasn't been bringing the Yeah, just, just to interject briefly, the Red Sox, after seven, what was it, seven innings of scoreless baseball, scoreless and hitless baseball, uh, have lost 2-0. So, you know, Bello gets the loss. Bayo gets the loss for, you know, basically pitching as well as anyone could have. Yep. Good Red Sox baseball right there. Anyways, continue that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think this Mets team, the age concerns me, and yeah, whatever is going on in the locker room concerns me. Will they turn around? Yes, I think to an extent they can, but I think this season might be a little bit too late to save. Yeah, I mean, you're looking, looking a little bit better in the second half. Sure, it's it's really just about showing enough promise heading into next year. So yeah, I, I mean, like, it's it's where do you, to, to make it like, right. Where I mean, where do you go from here? The 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 National League is competitive this year. You have a lot of teams that are playing very good baseball, um, and I just don't know if you know how far back they are. Would Steve Cohen have the? Ha, would Steve Cohen have it in him to rebuild this team and build it back up stronger? I don't know, but. I, I, <laughs> Maybe that's what they'll have to do. Maybe he will. Maybe he will throw. Maybe he will throw money at the problem. Who knows? Yeah, he could throw money at the problem. It, what what he could do, what what I might see happening, is some kind of retool where you trade one of your older plus a couple of your older players to a buying contending team and get sort of like get players who can play right now that aren't are like. They have their primes ahead of them. So, right. And then that puts the team in position as opposed to winning in five years, winning in like one or two years. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the Nationals, but briefly because I really don't care. I mean, Lane Thomas is a really good player. Uh, Candelario and Ruiz are fun to watch. Yeah, I like Candelario. What a guy. But... Yeah, I mean, listen, Candelario is actually a really solid player. He's got 10 home runs. He's saying 263. He's a solid defensive third baseman. I think about this team though is they're one of the oldest teams in baseball yet they're supposed to be rebuilding so that doesn't really make sense yeah they i mean sell off some of their older players yeah i mean McKen- hold on to thomas and candelario to build for right and, and i think mackenzie gore and josiah gray i mean those are two if they can dump off patrick corbin somewhere that would be a blessing yeah i don't know where you're gonna dump off patrick corbin i mean he's got he's got a five era it's not like he's exactly yeah. desirable um Trevor Williams, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's the Nationals. They got their chips, so they're just trying to figure out how to get back to another one. Let's talk about the Central, and how about the Reds? I mean, can we talk about a sensational player that – what a central player, that Ellie De La Cruz. I mean, just the guy is a beast. He's a beast. Yeah, the the only thing I have to say about De La Cruz, like, he is killing it right now. My, my, my question about this team is, is this team really already there? Or no. Or just that so many players on this team, are, like pitchers have never seen these guys. It's sort of the effect of like, the shiny new object. They don't know how to handle these guys. I think once 
De La Cruz and Matt McLean and all these other new players start to get figured out by pitchers, it might take a, a, a uh, I, I, I think it's I think it's a little bit. Of, I think it's maybe a little bit of that, but I think a lot of these guys. I do think that people. Kind of, I, I do think that these players are just are just talented. I do I do think that they are talented. I do think they are talented, but I think they're a little raw, and eventually the rest of the league is going to start to see that. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. But yeah. at least for right now, everyone, I mean, this team is having a lot of fun. I mean, I mean they're playing well. a lot of fun. The future is bright. I still don't know, and I still don't think that they're going to end up on top of this division. Oh, no, I don't think – I mean, their pitching is just – it's all over the place. I mean – Yeah, their only good pitcher right now is Hunter Green, and he's injured. They've already started to slow down a little right. bit. Right, I mean, Nick Lodolo, also another good young pitcher, also injured, and he's not going to be back yeah, for at least another month. It's just a lot of question marks with the pitching, and do you, do you really yeah, – it's really a small sample size right now for Matt McLean. Ellie De La Cruz, yes, is like one of the top prospects, so I'm not going to – yeah. Do Do you really believe in the Reds? No. Really going to keep this up the rest of the season? I don't think so. But it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Uh, let's talk about the Brew Crew, a team that I just can never get. I just can't get behind this team. I just they're not a fun team to watch. I don't think that they have. I legitimately think this team might have zero good players. I, I'm willing to say that. I think this team has zero good players. On I think the Brewers have zero good players. No player on this team I would say is good. Yelich sucks. Adamas sucks. Telez sucks. William Contreras, that guy needs to be put out to pasture. He's awful. All right? Corbin Burns, their elite starter, horrible. Freddie Peralta, horrible. Eric Lauer, after a great... characterizing these people. I think the word you're looking for is Nick. But no. what I do like about this team, they're boring. They're boring, but they're also deep, which is going to help them in a central that doesn't really have much. Yeah, but they're not winning. It come playoff time, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I I think they win this division unless the Cubs can turn it on. Nah, the yeah. Cubbies. Uh, listen, the only team I think that has a shot at winning this division at this point would be the Pirates. That's the only team. Because I think that the, the Pirates are winning this division. I'm not saying that the Pirates are winning this division. I'm saying that they're the only team I would say outside of the Brewers that I think has a realistic okay, shot. Yeah, I, I have the Brewers winning it. I, I think I think by default the Brewers have to win it. The Cardinals yeah, the, by default the Brewers have to win it. But yeah, I mean, listen, the Cardinals, the Cardinals for being 33 and 46 are still only nine games back. I mean, that's not unbelievable. That's not impossible to come back from. The Cardinals could come back. This, but they're, they're kind of dysfunctional right now. We'll no, I mean, listen, I just I don't think that the Brewers are they're not an exciting team. Their pitching staff is, I mean, they were known for their pitching staff for how many years? And then this year, it's it's okay. I mean, Wade Miley's kind of good, I guess. They feel like the default NL Central favorite, but uh, of the course. Reds continue to do what they're doing. If the Cardinals come back, if the Pirates turn it on, it, it, this this division could be anybody's. Honestly. Oh, it, it's really it really could be anybody's. It Unless, could be anybody's division, but I think you have to default to this deep, yeah, boring but deep team as the division. Favorite. Yeah, let, let's talk about the Pirates next, because I mean it's been a great year to be a Pirates fan. I mean, let's be honest, folks. Yeah. Like 
that I expect us to be. Okay, people, people act like they're like they're surprised. I picked Andrew McCutcheon on my fantasy team. I have Andrew McCutcheon on my fantasy team. Yeah, He's been on my team all year. He was on the Brewers. I think that was just the effect of being on a. Yeah, I, I listen. I, the hometown effect, you know, the new city connect, whatever it is. This team is really fun to watch. This is like the anti-Brewers, right? And I'll go through the list because there's so many guys. There's so many teams that I – there's so many players on this team that I love. And we'll start off with Jack Sawinski. I, this kid is such a good baseball player. He's such – he's just such – he's a good center fielder. He's had 16 home runs this season. He doesn't really hit for, you know, hit for, you know – Contact. He's more of a pop hitter, but he he gets on top of it. I was kind of excited to see Jackson Smith and Jigba's brother play, but there's so many outfielders that have stepped up on this team. Yeah, Brian Reynolds is having a you know, really really hot start. He's kind of cooled down, but I do expect him yeah, to. Yeah, McCutcheon. He's more of a DH. He will sometimes play the outfield. But but I do. Yeah, he's been great. Carlos Santana's having a nice season. Jiwon Bay. And then when Tuca Pasito Marsano. Uh, Austin Hedges, Delay, yeah. A lot of good players. And I think that Brian Reynolds, you know, he's obviously injured right now, but he'll be back in a little bit, probably on Friday. So they just episode is released. My, my problem here, and why, why I think they fall short of the division, outside of Mitch Keller, yeah, it's a fun team with the bats and whatever, but outside of Mitch Keller, there are not many – Reliable starters. Well, okay, you say that, but the Brewers arguably have two worst starters. I would rather take – I mean, Rich Hill and Johan Oviedo are starterable. They're not great, they're yeah, they're but solid. they're okay, right? Yeah, I mean, o- Oviedo, he, he, he's new to this. We'll have to see if he can continue this down. Let's start with Rich Hill right. on the other end of things, 43 years old. Right. What, what really hurt this team, I think, was Vince Velasquez going down because he was having a really nice year and obviously with season-ending surgery. But the bullpen of this team is really, really good. I said it last season. I really wanted the Red Sox to go after David Bednar. And lo and behold, the guy is a 1-4-4 ERA and a .89 whip. David Bednar is the most underrated pitcher, relief pitcher in the MLB, and there's just no question about it. And the guy is a stud. He's a stud. And no yeah, one talks about it. Yeah. The, the, these, the thing about these teams that have a lot of – they have a lot of debut players. Yes, they can be – like the Pirates and the Reds both, quite honestly, strike me a lot like – last year's Orioles. They're not quite there. Yeah, yet, I mean... But they're showing that promise. It's not, not quite going to be a playoff team, but they'll at least... Maybe. I, 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 think, I think if O'Neal Cruz can come back, that really changes the dynamic of this team. Yeah, may, maybe you see them make the playoffs this season because there are going to be some open spots. And this... Central. And this, team, and this division sucks. You're exactly right. Yeah, um, but yeah go ahead. At the, at the same time, I think they're a year away. And they, they, this offseason, I want to see them invest in just one more top-line starter. To yeah, they, they, they do need that. Um, let's talk about the Cubs. Now, if at the beginning of the season, someone had said, well, Michael, you know, halfway through the season, the Cubs and the Pirates have the same record, essentially. I would have said, wow, the Cubs must suck. But no, they don't because <laughs> the Pirates are good. Um, you know, the, the Cubs are an interesting team. because. I'm not that surprised. Yeah, I know you're not, but 
they have some really talented players. Marcus Stroman and Justin Seale, by the way, having unbelievable seasons. Yeah, I was telling you about the additions they made to this rotation. Kind of. No, you were right. But yeah. it it's kind of. Marcus con- Stroman is playing like he did in his best season. As a I know, I know, but this team they can't hit for anything. They got only really hit home runs. They don't do anything. I mean, that that's really okay. Okay. This is another time. They're hitting. Yes, it's boring, but it's kind of like the Brewers. They they have a lot of serviceable bats. Stansby Swanson. I don't know, man. When Nico Horner. Bellinger is around. Ian Happ, Nico Horner. They're all. Listen, listen. I love Nico. I I love Nico Horner. I love Nico Horner as much as the next guy, right? No. I do. I really do. I teams in this National League. That I don't see the Cubs making the playoffs unless it's by winning the NL. No, I I think the Cubs but, honestly I don't know if they're gonna sell at the deadline. I don't think they should buy. I could I see. That, I think they're gonna buy, but I also think that they're the reason they should be buying is to try and get that division title because I think that that's a reasonable thing. The the, the issue is they're not gonna win any playoff games once they get there. Uh, well, I don't know about that. I mean, they could pitch their way to a couple wins. I mean, yeah, you never know. You never know. But the bottom line is you're going for that division title. Yeah, again. The wild card race is loaded right now, and I don't think you're getting it. All right, let's talk about, I mean, the most disappointing team in the National League, or in the in the whole league this year, uh, the Cardinals. I mean, they don't even, on paper, they're hitting well. I mean, Goldschmidt and Arenado. Arenado's another yeah, all-star I, again. The Cardinals might be the MLB's biggest mystery right now. Yeah. I mean, even a guy like Brendan Donovan, who's a really solid player, he's like two seventy two. I mean, he's not. He's not, He's having a good season. I argue one of their bigger problems. They don't have a regular closer. That that's been one thing. The no. bullpen has been kind of blowing it for this. They season. blew it yesterday. They blew it yesterday. Yeah, and yes, Gold Goldschmidt and Arenado, they they've been very good. But if you look at the rest of this lineup, it's not as deep as you necessarily wanted to be. Wilson Contreras. No. He was brought in here to be one of the better offensive catchers in the league, and he is just completely falling short. Offensive, okay, he does. I don't, I, I don't even know he was an offensive player. I didn't even know he hit. So he's so. I, I mean, <laughs> he used to hit. He did as a <laughs> Right, he did as a cub, and, and the pitching has been bad too. I mean, listen, Montgomery. By the way, I said this last season, and I also did a report on Jordan Montgomery. Let, let me pull it up. Let me see if I can pull and it up. Adam Wainwright, like yes, Cardinals legend, but. Pools, your buddy Pujols retired. Your buddy Molina retired. It's time to hang it's time it up. To follow them, like. Yeah, like you know, I, I, the, the the pitching, the starting pitching has been bad. I mean, Miles Mikolas. So about this team last year is you had the old and the new working together. Now at this point, the, the young players are. I, I'd say they're getting there, but they're not quite there yet. And there's nobody to lead them. So just give this team a couple of years, and maybe. Do some retooling a little bit because something's not working in the locker room. I, yeah. I think yeah, I, I, gotta look for some I, I would Maybe just it's a managerial problem. No, I, yeah, I agree. I would like they, to point they're, out they're a bit of a mystery right now. Montgomery turn around. Montgomery Maybe is a get that division Montgomery is a three five okay. ERA. I said he would have a three three ERA. Like he he's a good pitcher. I don't know why the Yankees don't. I still don't to this. I mean. For Harrison Bader, I just don't get that move. Uh, um, but you know, it's. I, I think you're a little high on 
Montgomery right now. He's the best pitcher on the Cardinals. He's having a really solid season. That's not. That's not. That's not a hard accomplishment. Well, not this the, year. The rest no. of the Cardinals rotation is just mid. If if that. Yeah, Miles Mikolas. You know the guy. The guy that's might. Okay. The guy might be the definition of mid in the MLB. I mean, yeah, seriously. Yeah. And, and Jack Flaherty, like, ever since the injury he had when he was trying to come up to the plate when they stupidly let pitchers bat again a couple years ago, he hasn't been. The you know, listen, I feel bad for, for Flaherty, but at the end of the day, I'm just really disappointed in the Cardinals. I mean, it's really just not fun not having a good Cardinals team. Yeah, at the I, I think they, they just – they, they just got to wait another year. Like, I don't see them doing anything thrilling in either direction at the deadline. Just wait it out. Make some retooling changes in the offseason. Fire your manager because he sucks. Yeah, fi- fire the manager and get a close. Oli Marmol is, I mean, that's the manager, right? Yeah, I, I don't even know because, like, he's not even worth talking about. Let me just Google it. Yep, Oli Marmol. I think it's time for him to go. I know the players support him, but, yeah. like, it, it's it's yes. it's over because out, outside of Goldschmidt and Arenado, the players on the team haven't been developing the way you want. As we would say during the Celtics regular season, when when as we said at the end of the Celtics season, it's Joe over. Um, all right, we're gonna take a short break. We will be back with the a uh, excuse me NL West um, and your surprise leaders, the Arizona Diamondbacks. We will be right back. Welcome back. All right. How, Andrew, are the Arizona Diamondbacks winning baseball games? Is it because Cattell Marte is a very good baseball player? Partly, I would say. Partly. Partly. I'll give you another very good baseball player, Corbin Carroll. Yeah, but he's injured now. He's injured. We knew he was going to be good. We didn't know he was going to be this good. No, that's true. And he has just exceeded expectations in every way. And in a lineup that we thought was looking unexciting, suddenly starting to look exciting because you have yeah. guys like Carroll. And then Lord is Gurriel kind of having a career year. Christian Walker, career year. A bunch of it's, it's really just a bunch of guys who are playing at their ceilings right now. And I mean, is it sustainable? Is it sustainable? I don't think at this level, but I think there's enough guys that like have turned the corner on their careers that this is still a playoff team. I just and, don't know if they're going to right. hold on to that division. And, and with that, you know, you look at a guy like Atel Marte, a guy who's had, you know, some tough, you know, tough years in, in recent times. I mean, he's had he's had some years where you're like, yikes. I mean, that's just really, you know, last year was just yeah. really, really bad. I mean, no question about it. And he's right. I mean, you're looking at outside of Gallup. Cattell Marte. This is a, a a 2019 comparable season for him. Maybe he's not hitting for average as much, but he's going to end up with about 30 home runs this season, which is, I mean, that that is exactly where you want a guy like that to be. Yeah, right. yeah, and yeah, I still see him as a playoff team because. Like Christian Walker, Corbin Carroll, Lourdes Gurriel, they're not looking back. They're, they're going to keep doing what they're doing. Right. I trust and, and then they're pitching with yeah. Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly. Who just got injured? Did, did Kelly just yeah, go down? Merrill, Merrill Kelly's injured, so that, that could be a little bit of a rough stretch with Gallon having to carry the rotation, sort of. Right, because they, they really they really don't have a third starter. They, yeah, they, they really starter don't. got cut. Davies is struggling. 
they might need to pick up a starter at the deadline here if they want to even a chance. In the I mean, I think I, I think a guy like James Paxson work, would work really, really well for them. A well, veteran. If the Red Sox are willing to get him. Uh, listen, I think a veteran presence, a guy who's having a solid season, I think is the type of guy that they need you know, rather yeah. than a young, young stud. Yes, somebody like that. Yeah, so I think the Diamondbacks are a playoff team simply because of how many guys are having their career year now, and I don't see that turning around. Yeah, I, I, when you look at the Dodgers and you look at the Giants, who are in the same division, they're more talented, and even the Padres, more talented. For, like, uh, than the listen, are. as much as I love the Diamondbacks, I'm not fully bought in yet. I need to see this team play 30 more well, baseball I'm games. I'm more bought into the Diamondbacks than I am bought into the Reds and Pirates. I need to see this team play 30 more games to really determine how they're going to look at the end of the season. All right, let's talk about the Giants. I lost a couple this week, which is concerning. But All right, let's talk Giants. Um, Just a really solid year. I mean, it's really a kind of a quieter year. I mean, they're really not headlining on a lot of things. But, you know, Webb's pitching well. Cobb's pitching well. Discofani's pitching well enough. Uh, I don't think they team enough credit by. No, they're they're, but I think they're just they're doing it quietly. I'm not saying that they're the way you're talking about them is how they were at the start of the season. I think they're that the listen team at the start of the season, but now in the month of June, honestly, they have been on fire. Yeah, I they they've been. This is like a a, a very very good bounce back season after what they had last year. This yeah. is. I mean, the, the thing about the Giants, like in. in it's the same thing as the Card. Like I, I feel like the Giants are a year ahead of what the Cardinals have going right now. They had kind of a mix of veterans and younger players, kind of mixing together in a strange way to bring them far two years ago. Then last year, those veterans got old, walked away, started struggling, and now this year you're seeing the young talent pick up the slack. How about Lamont Wade Jr.? He, he has had a full-on breakout year, and then. Some of the signings they made have been kind of underrated. Michael Conforto, back to at least an average hitter, if not better. J.D. Davis has been stepping it up. What, what I would like to see is, I'd like to see just a little more out of this rotation. I think they have the talent there internally. It's just, we, we need a little more out of it. I think the guy to kind of turn to turn that around would be Discofani. He had a really, really strong start to the year. And he's been he's been struggling as of late, and I think he you know in the second half, if, if the Giants are playing good baseball, if they're winning games, I think you'll see him playing very good baseball. And I think if they're you know kind of sliding back a little bit, I think you'll look to him and you'll be like, well, you know, I think he's kind of like a like a, a bellwether player on this team if he's yeah, playing well. I, I was very tempted. To call the Giants a playoff team back in the spring, I, I think I had them just barely missing it. At this point, from what I've seen with with the, some of the breakout seasons I'm seeing on this team, I, I think they are most likely a playoff team. Could even win this division at their best, but I, I do see the Dodgers turning it around. And yeah, I mean it's they could. All right, let's talk about the the Los Angeles Dodgers, a team that. I mean, they're not even playing bad baseball. They're playing good baseball. They just—they're not not as good as everyone expects. Yeah, I mean, that's really what it comes down to, isn't it? And I think a lot of that has to do with pitching. I think that's where I kind of pin 
most of it. And I, I think you're, yes, pitching, but specifically injuries. Because right. you didn't think that you were going to have to play a good portion of the season without Urias, without Dustin May. Right. I mean, Walker Bueller, we knew was going to be hurt, but like this Dodgers rotation is not looking as deep as it did at the start of the year. Right, and, and that's really um, unfortunate because, I, you know, you could argue that Clay, Clayton Kershaw is a Cy Young candidate this year. Yeah, Clayton Kershaw, I picked him on my fantasy team this year, and I, I think it was the sixth or seventh round. I was like, that's a ridiculous value because he wasn't even, like last year, his ERA was in the threes. He was still good. He just wasn't the Clayton Kershaw we knew and we knew – from like the 2010s, but he's back to that this year. And I'm not so surprised by that. I think he still had it in him. And then you also, I, I, I'm not that worried in the long term because you're probably going to get Urias and May back at some point. And you have Bobby Miller, the rookie, who has looked unbelievable so far. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do like the Dodgers. Obviously, you know this team can hit very well. Freddie Freeman's hitting the very well. Is the most stacked in baseball outside yeah. of maybe. I mean, JD Martinez bounced back this year, so that helps even more. Jason Hayward is looking like a whole new player on this. Yeah, I think the one guy you're concerned about is Miguel Vargas. I mean, he's just he's just struggling. I mean, there's no maybe you try and get Gavin Lux back in there at second. Yeah, I mean, Max Muncy's been injured, and he was yeah. I mean, listen, 18 home runs, but he's also hitting 188. It's like Miguel Rojas is short, not too great either. But the, the bulk of this lineup is having a very good season. You have Arguably four borderline all four borderline all star caliber starting players, right here, and yeah, I, I think that that's gonna that's gonna continue to set them up for success. They, they've had some rough losses here and there, but I mean that's baseball. I, I don't think they're gonna have another hundred win year just because of. The injuries they've faced that have held them back so yeah. far. But I do think they come out on top of this division and could be a scary sight come playoff time. Like, so, sort of a sleeping giant almost because they're not coming in as, like, this 110-something win team again. This time they're coming in maybe as a 95-win team, but still just as talented as they were a year ago. Yeah, all right, let's talk about the Padres. God, this team just... So disappointing, for real. I mean, there's really no other way to go. I mean, but, how do you have a team that has this much talent and they're under 500? I don't get it. I, I think a lot of that goes on the very start of the season when Tatis Jr. was still out. I think with him back, and you're going to need to see Xander Bogart start to step it up a little more. If, and Manny Machado. Those two have been somewhat disappointing. But... I would not be too surprised if this team goes on a winning stretch in July and puts themselves in position to add even more to this pool of talent at the deadline. I, I would not be shocked by that, simply because like, it's, it's kind of like the Phillies. Did you remind me of the Phillies a little bit, where there's so much talent here. They can't be playing at this level forever. Eventually... Bogarts and Machado are going to have the Trey Turner like turnaround, start to get them some wins in the wind column. Blake Snell has already started to turn around. I was shitting on him 
earlier in the year, but he, he's had a respectable last couple months. And yeah, if, if the talent on this team can start playing how they've played the last few years, then maybe they get themselves in position to buy at the deadline. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't know. I really hope this team could have done something this year. They I haven't quite given up on the Padres. I picked them to win. I mean, again, Michael Walker's having I don't know what that guy is on, but it's a low bar, but I have more faith in the Padres right now than I have the Mets. Yeah, I mean, it's not even that they're pitching bad. I mean, Musgrove, Snell, and Walker are having great yeah, seasons. But like right now, they're playing. They've played some good baseball, especially lately. They haven't been as as rough a spot lately, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I still have a little bit more faith in them than the Mets because they're still. It's not like they're old and falling off. They, they still. Yeah, but but their careers. It's just, it's just kind of a slump. They gotta figure it out soon, though. Um, yeah. And then finally, the Colorado Rockies. Why even bother talking about them? They're injured. They suck. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, I mean, I, the only thing I'll say here is I really wish Chris Bryant could make it back to the lineup because he was a key piece to my fantasy team this year. <laughs> because when, when these hitters are at course field, they can make some noise. It, it's it's just a lot of them are injured, and then there are some pitchers in this rotation that should probably be in double A right. Kyle now. Freeland being one of them, he sucks. I'm not even talking about Kyle Freeland. There's two other guys in this world. Austin Gomer, Connor Seabold. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You're, you're... Those guys really suck. I mean, those guys are like. Yeah. Connor Seabold was what? Like a AAA guy for the Sox? Spot in this rotation. Herman Marquez, he's injured. And he hasn't even been anything extra special this year. He's at a 495 ERA. Their best pitchers have ERAs in the fours. That's not going to cut it. And 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 my, my I think is going to be a continuous issue over the years. Everybody is a different player at Coors Field. I I think like as as much as as as, as much charm as Coors Field might have. It might be time to start thinking about a new stadium, just or at least make some. It it, 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 it might be time it, to think about. If it's, if it's, 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 and it, it's really hard to escape. It might be time to think about a new owner, too. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, the, this team is just... Like, every year, it seems like the same story. Some promising bats, but they can't pitch for life, and they're not going to contend because of it. Yeah, maybe they made the playoffs a few times when their pitching is serviceable. They bring in a good starter, and Coors Field still ruins the guy. But <laughs> yeah. it's better than what they have right now. You know, life... As a Rockies fan, I feel I feel for you. I feel for you. Yeah, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's a rough life, and, and and I also feel for like I, I don't know. It's like the players coming out of Coors Field once once they leave the Rockies, it, it feels like it's been hard for them to sort of. Outside of Nolan Arenado, it's been hard for them to continue to make a name for themselves. Honestly. Yeah. Anyways, that's the NL. Um, that those are our thoughts. It's been a wild season for the NL. I mean, I think the AL is kind of there's some things going on where you're like, oh, that's interesting. The NL is like, whoa, this yeah, is the, like the AL. 
expected. A lot of this. I mean, the AL East is even more stacked than we expected. And we knew the AL Central was going to be. Doing their thing, we all know how that's going to end. We all we all know that that's going to end in either a wild card playoff loss or a disastrous second half that leads to a missed playoff. I mean, and Otani leaving. Yeah, hopefully Boston. And, and you know, we knew the AL Central would suck. Maybe not quite this much, but we knew it would be really bad. Yeah. And we knew Minnesota was maybe the only hope there. Hey, believe in Cleveland. Believe. They'll believe, turn. I, I guess. Shane Bieber, Jose Ramirez, what else? But, They'll carry you to greatness. They can do it. Yeah. Carry us. Uh, yeah, that's all for today. Andrew, thanks so much for joining. Baseball is fun yeah, to talk about. It's even more fun to play. Uh, our Fantasy Baseball League has been a lot of fun this year. If you haven't given it a shot, please go play. It is a lot of fun. Uh, it's a great way to get to know a lot of the players, stay up to date with the game, and really have a good summer. It's a good experience. Uh, Fantasy baseball, at its best, is when you have both of the pitchers in an insane pitcher's duel on your team starting. That that was yeah. Crazy. That that is a, just a heart attack, and you're praying for a zero zero into the ninth inning game, um, where the game hopefully ends in a tie. Um, <laughs> that's all we got for tonight, folks. Um, I'm officially not unofficially officially uh, not. I'm not leaving the Red Sox, so to speak, but. I'm just kind of saying, you know, the season's over. Um, and, you know, I hope I can go to some games. I'm really just trying to hope for the Pirates. I've been the last two days, and it's been fun to be at Fenway, but it's also been yeah, the, the, seeing them lose. The, the product on the field has been disappointing. I did see them win a game, though, believe it or not. I saw them play the Yankees. You're lucky. I, I used to have – I used to be the lucky charm. I, I went – my first seven games ever, they won all seven of them, and now – Every game I've been to this season, I've been getting those student nines, and they've lost every single one. Yeah, I went to the Yankees-Red Sox game Sunday night a couple weeks ago. They won that one 4-1 after Bayo pitched another excellent game. Um, have they won since then? I mean, maybe once, I think, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the, they play well against the A's. I'll give them that. <laughs> their, their last win was against the White Sox, and then before that, the Twins. What I, what I will so. say is that I'd rather this team that wins against good teams and loses to bad teams than what the opposite, which we had last year. Yeah, because that's just frustrating. Into a wild card, you know, Kike sucks. All right. Thank you all for listening and have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguadala. <laughs>